two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse Ace. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse Ace and Kate will break it down for you now. Kate, can I tell you about my day? Okay. Today has been a day of near catastrophes. <laughs> Those are fun. Uh, super fun in that they're not catastrophes, but they are so close, so close. Today I thought I lost my purse. I in fact left it on the first floor of my library when the public was walking all around. I only discovered this an hour and a half later, at which point I started to do my little panic dance and uh, couldn't find it. Lost and found didn't have it. Nowhere, well, no anywhere near my desk. Uh, called my husband. He did that little iPhone, find my iPhone thing because my iPhone was in it. He's like, it's moving. I'm like, what? He's like, it was by the graphic novels in the kids section. Now it's near the computers. What? I was like, I'm running there. So I'm tearing down the stairs. Like what? Like I'm going to beat up the guy and get it back? I don't know. And I'm tearing down the stairs. And then I go to the desk and it's a little old lady <laughs> who's scary. Essentially, the children's libraries were like, Oh, here's a purse that a nice patron turned in that had all my money and all my phone wow, and everything. It's a Christmas miracle. Yes, it is. And that's why I'm never taking my purse to work again. That's lesson learned. And right that's there. why yeah. the baby Jesus was born. That's right? as far as I know. <laughs> that's that's the story of it. So it's, yes. Well, last week was a small miracle. This was a very large miracle, I would say. I Indeed, and I would even go so far as to say that today's book is the largest miracle of all, but before we get to that, uh, what, what do we do with this on this here uh, podcast here, Kate? Here. I, on this, <laughs> I didn't have, I didn't on have this enough hairs in the here. Yeah, right here. Right here, right now. Uh, we talk hey. about children's picture books here, mm. and we rate them here, mm. a classic here, non-classic here. Yes, and we do that now. Here, here. Here, here. <laughs> Uh, yes, that is precisely what we do. We determine if they are good classics or should not be considered classics in any way, shape, or form. Right. Now, today's book was a request uh, from one of our listeners. I like requests. Yes, it's Christmassy. And our listener was our mom. Oh. So, <laughs> look at that. That disappointed. Like, oh. No, I was going to ask, like, what is their name? Uh, I, I, I wonder how long I could have kept this up. But I already know the name. Yeah, there you go. You, I hope you know the name. Hope you have a, a gist of it. It's so, mom. Yeah, it's mom. <laughs> so mom uh, loved this book many years ago when she worked in the Athena bookstore, the independent, the oldest independent bookstore of Kalamazoo, Michigan, until Barnes & Noble destroyed it. Um, and this was one of her favorite Christmas books. It is out of print. I had to interlibrary loan it, which Ooh. does put a little knock in the old is it a Christmas classic or not uh, well, category. I don't know. A library had it, so... Well, and I believe it's Australian, and then in Australia it is considered quite a classic, so this could even be considered uh, an out-of-this-country classic. Ah, an Australian classic. Right. Right. Put another shrimp on, on the barbie. The, on the baby Jesus. <laughs> All right. Wait, wait. Here it comes. Ready for it? A one, a two, a three. You're gonna have to read over my thing. You can read the spine. You can read the spine. What is this? No, you can't. There's no spine. You can read the title Longest page. Longest drum roll ever. This is going so well. 
Here you go. What is it? The Nativity. By uh, illustrated by Julie Vivas. Yeah, I say Vivas, but it could be Vivas. I don't know. Could be Vobus. How do you say it with an Australian accent? Vivas. 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 Good night. Vivas. Exactly. Illustrated by Julie Vivas. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, this is Mom's favorite baby Jesus book. <laughs> okay. So you're gonna read this baby Jesus book. And I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the podcast. Oh, okay. No, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, can't, I couldn't keep that up. So, while Kate does her read, I'll give you a little background information on Julie Vivas. She was quite the thing in the 80s and a bit of the 90s, and you know her work. In fact, Kate knows her work, too. She has seen this illustrator before, and I will tell you why. The last time we saw her was when we did Wilfred Gordon McDonald Partridge. By Mem Fox. The illustrator was Julie Vivas. That's right. That is one of her best known books. That was, came out in 1984. And of course, before that, in 1982, uh, she had illustrated Possum Magic, which was also by Mem Fox. Uh, she did indeed uh, go to the National Art School in Sydney. She is very much Australian. And uh, as it happens, today's book uh, was, they, they said it was, she created her own. It was 1986. It was this book. And it received, you can tell that the website I'm getting this from is not from the States. It says it received international recognition. It was a runner-up in the Boston Globe Hornbook Awards of 1989, which is no small potatoes. And yet, it is out of print today. So, just chew on that for a while. Hawk the herald angel sing. Or according to this guy. Hello. Hello. <laughs> this, this book starts with the angel Gabriel looking like a very down to earth. He's no chill. pun intended. Like, is that a moo? He's kind of. It's kind of like he's a little hillbillyish. Can I say that? Why would you say that? Um, from the hair to the, the unkempt locks. Yes. Yes. To his shoes with the laces not being tied. He's wearing essentially just a dress, I guess. Yeah, he's wearing your grandmother's army boots. What he's wearing. Yeah, but yeah. I, don't, I think maybe it's kind of like the hair, facial expression. Mm -hmm. He just seems like a very like, hello. Hello. <laughs> how are you? Good. Hello. Good. Good. Good to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you say it? Hello. Hello. You're going to have a baby. Good to have a baby. <laughs> um, Bye. But I like that they don't make him this you know, angelic, beautiful, ethereal creature, right. you know. The only... So I should start off by saying, this is the story of the nativity that we were discussing. Well, it is right. called I know, it's nativity. called the nativity. But just to be clear, it actually is the nativity. It is so, the story yeah, right. of the nativity. Good, right. good, good. Right. Okay. Um, and his wings change throughout the story, which in I think is... what, they're rather, in this picture, they're rather technicolor, dream-coated. Right, well, they're, they're watercolored in pastels, mm -hmm. but the lines are very clearly defined, yes. right? There's yes. no tears or rips or anything like no, that. No, no. Right. Yeah. As we move well, on, though. No, no, no. So... Oh! <laughs> Oh dear. As he comes to Earth and is in Earth longer, there start to be more and more tears and rips in his Oh wings. my goodness. Like, But they're still like, beautiful. They're very pretty, but I worry for them. Yeah, but it's interesting, right? It's an it interesting, interesting choice that the is that a metaphor? I don't know. Maybe. I was like, what, what happened? Ah. Like, But it also, he says to uh, Mary... <laughs> <laughs> you had to like, search in your brain, like, you know... 
I had, to, I, had to, I had to make sure he was talking to her. Oh, okay. Because he says, all he says is, hail, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Right. Women? That's, that's the line from the Bible. Really? Yeah. Blessed art thou among, not men. Yeah. Yeah. But amongst women. Well, men don't get pregnant quite as often. So. Well, and then she saw him and she was troubled. So they decided to go sit down for a cup of coffee. Coffee. And, to- and talk this out, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're sitting at the table. Yeah. His wings are Whoa, now. Oh, they are frayed. Yes, they're now a lot more dilapidated. Tattered. I think because the longer he's on Earth, the more dilapidated they get. Well, dude, you got to get out of here. <laughs> but <laughs> this they're, is good for but you. they're talking, and he's like, hello, so hello. don't worry. You're going to have a son. You can call him Jesus. And she's like, uh, what? <laughs> she's in her house slippers. Yeah, she's she was, got nice house She was slippers. hanging in the laundry. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this guy with these beautiful, big, He's, pastel, tattered wings. He is an army boots. Homie. Homie a fellow, as you could hope for. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's very comforting. He, he's not, um... He's not a... Threatening or... Yeah, fear not. Does not seem to be in his vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's very personable. Sure is. Which yeah. I like. Yeah, I like that too. But she goes off to tell... I'm gonna call him Joe. Sure, Joe. Joe. So she goes, tells Joe, and mm-hmm. then... In, Hello, Joe. In, on one page, she goes from maybe like three months to six months to nine months pregnant. Right? Well, I was pregnant once. That's three months to five months to six months, I'd say. But Whatever. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Whatever. You look super pregnant so, at six, and then you think, well, I'm all done, and then by the time you get to nine, you're like, what the heck? So how soon do you think it was between the news of the angel telling her, you're going to have a kid, mm-hmm. to having a belly that big? Was it nine months, or was it nine seconds? Well, that's an excellent question, and I think it leaves it open to interpretation. But I'll tell you one thing. She can't have sushi right now. From nope. here on in, no sushi. Or, can't have that glass of wine you were thinking of having? Forget it, Mary. You're not having that glass of wine. Cheeses. You got soft cheeses are right out. <laughs> yeah. Hope, so, hope you don't miss them, because they're gone. I mean, she reminds me of the girl from Willy Wonka, you know, that... <laughs> oh, no, not Violet. She's wearing a You're blue... You're Violet, Violet. Yeah, she's wearing a blue dress, and she's getting huge. You know, that was my nightmarish one. That, that was the thing in Willy Wonka that scared me. You can, you can give a scary what? tunnel all you want. I don't care about scary tunnels, but blowing up like a freaking blueberry? Nightmare. That's, did not care for that. That's a weird nightmare to have. Um, yeah, I didn't really have it uh, <laughs> until then, though. Yeah. So then they, so a Caesar Augustus decreed that all the world should be taxed. Yeah. Including everyone Most realistic in his thing own of all city. Time. Yeah. So they have you to gotta, leave. You gotta go. Yeah, it's like the census, man. You gotta be, you gotta show up. So poor Joe is trying to get Mary on this donkey. Oh my gosh. A nine month pregnant woman climbing on top of a donkey. It's super hard. But they're both smiling. Yeah, well, I think was, I think they, they can see the funny side <laughs> of this. <laughs> it's like, and, and she gets to the top and it's just a, this is the miracle. Right here. Right there. Well, you know what? It speaks to their relationship. They're a good couple. It does. I like that about them. Yeah. Yeah. Because any man... And she is so happy on this donkey. She's got the reins. But everyone is leaving from Nazareth to Bethlehem Mm -hmm. with a pregnant Mary. Super pregnant Mary. And Joe walking in his house slippers. Yo, that's right. He's got his house slippers on. Everybody has their house slippers. Everybody's got house slippers. So then you get to a shot that there's no words. It's just a building with a tree. And there's got to be like, I don't know, 50 people yeah. all like in the building 
on the, the tree, tree, on the ground. Yeah. Just it's good. It gives you a sense of like this is like a super overcrowding situation. Bethlehem did not prepare adequately I mean, when for this housing say, shortage. When they say the inn is booked, mm-hmm. it is more than booked. This is like when the Olympics comes to a town and the town's just not ready for the Olympics. Like they cannot comprehend how many people are going to be there. But yeah. my question to you is, what is so Joe and Mary are outside of the inn. They found a rock. They're sitting on this rock, but yeah. what is Joe doing? He is, um, he's, he's removing, so he's turning over his, his house slipper and the, and the rocks and the pebbles and stuff oh, are falling out. Oh, that's Because, you know, to show they've been, slipper. to show they've been walking for a while. See, one of his feet is yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he's doing I that totally thing where, like, he was, like, pouring one out for his homies. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not, that is an alternate uh, theory. I mean, I like it. I uh, do like it. That is what it looks like. It's one for the ones who came before. So then they are getting ready to deliver this baby while walking past a bunch of cow butts. Yeah. Like, like you do. Like you do. And I then, think there are a lot of cow butts in the A lot of cow butts. So many cow butts. And then, boom. Baby. baby. <laughs> but it's not like a cartoony baby. It's, no. But it's a, I'd say it's a but it's not super realistic either. It's a right, nice right, right. medium mm-hmm, between the mm-hmm. two. Yeah, realistic enough. It's baby. pretty. It's pretty cute. It is very cute. But the little which, which let me tell you, brand new babies, not cute. Not, right, they're all almost, wrinkly. Right, yeah, they're all wrinkly. They either look like monkeys or Winston Churchill. <laughs> There's no middle ground there. Well, apparently there is if you're Jesus. well, if you're Jesus. Yeah, obviously. Right. Yeah. So then, <laughs> this is where I get confused. Yeah. Okay, so they wrap him up in swine clothes, lay him in a manger because there's no room for them at the inn. Correct. So Mary looks exhausted, right? Right. Rightfully because she's so. Been in labor for who knows how long. We have no idea how long. She no was drugs. It was her first kid, so probably she was in labor for a while. Yeah. No drugs. She's in this inn. There's mm-hmm. just straw on the ground. Yeah. You would think mm-hmm. there's blood, right? Usually. So but unless the they the chickens uh, are looking around like, where is this? How is that? I'm with the chickens on this. Like, what the? How? Where? Isn't? I, I, well, maybe uh, they already got rid of the soiled linens or whatever. And uh, cause, you, you think know, they you have linens? Sure. No. She was coming from home. She brought her mom's linens. She's not gonna give birth on a on a blanket that she's not gonna be able to wash. I think they did it on the floor. Well, maybe the innkeeper's wife was super nice and decided to wash it for them. Maybe. I'm just saying you're not gonna have somebody sitting on bloody linens when you have a chance to give them something. I'm just nice. saying there should be blood in there, ain't okay, so well, all right. But again Dock that one against Julie Vivas. Not enough blood in this book for the children. But again you do see the bloody it's, bird. It's Jesus, so maybe there wasn't blood. Yeah, maybe not. We don't you never know. Yeah. So then we well, like a C section for God's sake. I'm gonna call him Bill Billy. Billy the Angel. Because <laughs> he looks like a Billy. Wouldn't that be Gabe? Gaby. Gaby. Gaby sounds weird. Gabe is Gabriel, right? I mean, yeah, but it doesn't like... look like a Gabriel. It looks like a Billy. All right. So he cut, He flies back down. He's yeah. got his shoes on, right? Uh-huh. Well, he better have his shoes on, yeah. And he comes across these shepherds who are like, what's going on? And, and the angel's like, yo, Jesus is over there. You should check him out. Right. And then all these other angels come down from Earth, and they're like, oh. Yeah. They don't have shoes. Oh, interesting. Our angel does. Well, that's because he's important. He <laughs> rates shoes. Yes. But you yeah. can see, you know, all their wings are mm-hmm. relatively, you know. Intact. Intact. Yes. Yes, they are. And somewhat iridescent, I should say. <laughs> My favorite part is, uh, so the shepherds say, okay, well, let's go to Bethlehem and check out this baby. Check out the new 
But there's this one shepherd who is lecturing this poor sheep who is, I feel like he's saying, no, Gladys, you can't come with. It is past your bedtime. Go back to bed. I like her name is Gladys. Gladys is like, but I want to come with. No. I'm pretty sure there's sheep in a lot of activities. We're not doing this again. We're not doing this. Go back. And the other shepherds are like, is he talking to a sheep? He's talking to Gladys again. Just ignore it, man. Just ignore it. Keep going. Keep going. He'll catch up. So the shepherds arrive at the manger to take a look at the baby. Um, pretty sure been... if I just delivered a baby, I don't want three strange men checking out my newborn uh, unless four, they're doctors. That's four strange men. Well, no, it's Joe and then and then the Oh, shepherds. you think one of them is Joseph? Yeah. Okay, it's possible. Oh wait, no, actually that might. I be don't the think angel. it is. I think that's all. There's four. only no. There's yeah, only there's three in the previous one, but we know there's more of them around somewhere. No, there's only three shepherds. No. And then our angel is the redhead. I I that's. that's... The... Wait, oh, is that the wings behind yeah. them? Oh, what, still, like the angel just like caught a ride? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, sure, why not? Wings. Okay. You know. But well, I, if the angels with the shepherds, then of course I'm going to let the shepherds like the strange men. With an angel. Uh, he's, he's vouching for them. I guess. <laughs> and then the angel tells these wise men, hey, baby, check it out. Yep. Bring some gifts. I mean, you were already coming, so. And so the angel escorts, mm-hmm. if you will, the wise men. He's a lot more hands-on in this version than I am used to in other versions. Like, usually the angel just sort of, like, pops in and is like... He's like the messenger. But this right? angel kind of sticks around. He's the escort. Yeah. yeah. So, and his wings are it's still tattered. Yeah, they are. They're getting pretty Whoa! Bad. They're, they're holy. Ha 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 So, the wise men come, they deliver the uh, the gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh. Mm-hmm. Angel's just hanging out He's with Joe. Chilling. Yeah, Joe's probably got a lot of questions. And then it's time for them to, I guess, leave? Yeah, they go good. They gotta go on the run, so, actually. So, Joe has to get married back on this camel, which... Right, which is not... Well, it's not a camel, it's a donkey, right? Oh, a donkey, yeah, 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 sorry. So, yeah, and I like that it's it's... Just as much an issue as it was before. Yeah, fun because... fact, your baby weight doesn't just, like, magically disappear after the baby comes out. Oh, yeah, it's she's still there. Yeah, she's still got yeah. a gut. And you're a little tender. And, you know... And now you gotta sit... Oh, and now you got a baby... donkey. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. No, sir. Can I have, like, a couple six weeks of maternity leave, please, before I have to sit on a donkey with no saddle? No I'm saddle. No saddle. No. There's a blanket. She <laughs> Oh, so what a comfort to her. <laughs> yeah. But the angel's holding on to Jesus. Which is very nice, because obviously you can't do three things at once here, so. Right. Yeah. And he knows how to hold a baby. He Look does. That. He's got, it like, one arm underneath holding the butt. Yeah. And then the other one across the back, so. It's really sweet. It's very sweet. But then, that's, that's the end of the story, right? Sure, right, yeah. It ends with, I mean, the child gone. was called Jesus, right. which was so named by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The end. Boop, 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 right? Boop, boop, boop. Now you get to the very last page, which oh, is the, um, what do you call this? The, oh, that's, that's, uh, it's like the publication page information. Right, yeah, so it's the publication page yeah. on the last page. Uh-huh. Sometimes they do Mary's that. on a donkey with the baby. Oh. Joe is waving goodbye to her. Oh. Uh, are we sure that's Joe? Is he wearing the same things in the, when is he yep. wearing? Oh, he is, yeah. Why is Joe? He, why is Mary <laughs> Joe, you gotta him? come along, babe. What, what, where is, where is he just gonna... 
plant roots and she's going to go back Look, to yeah, paying she's, taxes? She's like, not going on the run by herself. Where is just, she going? She's going to Egypt. She can't go to Egypt by herself. So, Joe? She's going by herself. No, no, Joe. But let me show <laughs> you the cool thing, though. Right? Oh, what's the cool thing? Yeah. Uh, so, she's right. got a baby Bjorn, by the way. She I love does. That. So, you know, with the angel being on earth, its wings were all tattered, right? Right, right, right. You get to the very back of the Ooh. book with the angel flying away. Oh. And the wings are intact. Fascinating. Isn't that cool? I'm going to write a long, uh, my thesis is going to be on uh, these wings and the cultural uh, significance of, like their, of their repair. Yeah. Excellent. Be. All right. So, it should surprise no one uh, that this book uh, has been censored over the years. Now, I had heard this, but I, I could not find much evidence of it. It's Gladys' fault. It's, I know, it's right? Gladys. Well, sheep are just dangerous <laughs> to begin with. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. So this comes out in 1986, right? And in the book, Censorship, A World Encyclopedia, which right there, I'm in love with this book, uh, edited by Derek Jones, it said this. It said, Julie Vivas's The Nativity has been criticized as blasphemous by religious campaigners who have effectively drowned out any discussion of the wider question of how best to present stories from the distant past and an unfamiliar culture and forms that children can respond to. So to give this a little context, in the 1980s, there, uh, remember, you wouldn't remember it yourself, but uh, you ever heard of something called the religious right? Yes. They were big in the 80s and uh, 90s. They were, they were these ultra-right-wing Christian-type folks who, uh, had a, had a real penchant for getting books censored and banned uh, in libraries. But this should be right up their alley. It's literally the story of... <laughs> no, no, I know. You would think. But apparently that scene of Mary getting onto the donkey is not the most graceful thing. And, and if you're, if you're talking about... There's no graceful way for a pregnant woman to climb on a donkey. Look, I know that. You know that. <laughs> Anyone who's seen a pregnant woman would know that. <laughs> but this is Mary we're talking about. And Mary sort of held to a higher standard insofar as they're concerned. She should have floated up onto the donkey and uh, sat gracefully and not had any issues whatsoever. So anyway, they were so huge back in the day. Like just man and stuff left and right. They're not, either they're not around today or they are not as well organized. Or they don't notice books anymore. I don't know which of those things is the better. But well, they're all dead. They could well be all dead. <laughs> oh, they all died. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, as I say, this book is out of print. I think it should be coming... I think it should be back in print. We do not have much in the way of amusing nativity books uh, in our children's rooms. Like at all. But children's publishing right now is uh, is not so great with when it comes to the religion type stuff. So that is perhaps why they haven't tried to reprint it. Yeah, that makes sense. Who knows? Okay. Okay. Oh, and you've seen this illustrator before. Do you recall where you might have seen her? Nope. We did a book with her. Do you happen to remember a little something called Wilfred Gordon McDonald Partridge? I remember that name. Oh, boy, yes. So she did the art for that. That was about the boy who hangs out with all the old people in the old folks' oh, home. Yeah. yeah, same illustrator. Huh. Different author. Um, in that this one's written by the Bible, I guess. But right. yeah. yeah. And, and the other one wasn't. <laughs> right? Right, right. <laughs> okay. Unless you consider Mem Fox a holy being, which many do. <laughs> all right. Uh, ratings time. Well, I am not. So last week I gave that. 
small miracle. A weird rating. Yeah, yeah I gave it a weird rating because it was mm-hmm. a weird book. I gave it a 6.78. Mm-hmm. This I'm giving a 6. Really? I like last week's book better, mainly just because mm. I think it's weird and I like weird. This, I like the wings deteriorating. I like pouring one out for his homies, but... <laughs> not a thing. Still not a thing. <laughs> totally a thing. Not a thing. But, um, no, I, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just like last week's book a little better. I understand that. I understand that. Uh, I'm, I'm quite high, actually. I'm an eight. Um, and the reason for that is, in, in above the fact that the art is great, uh, it takes the text... It doesn't dumb it down, but it makes it super easy to understand, which is often a problem with nativity books for kids. And just the fact that it's funny um, and amusing and nice to read and fun and beautiful with those iridescent wings that do get a little tattered sometimes. We just don't have books like this, and this is the best at what it does. So I'm an eight. Okay. It's classic. That's, that's a classic. That's a classic yep. if ever I uh, classic one. <laughs> okay. Classy. All right, letters time. We had some people who uh, liked A Small Miracle. One of them, Momo Taintu. What? That's the name. I don't I don't ask don't ask me questions. I'll tell you no lies. <laughs> okay. Momo Taintu said, "This is so special. I also adore his tooth fairy one." And I long to find a copy of The Angel and the Soldier Boy. I have the CD narrated by Tom Conti with music by Clannard. It is wonderful. She was talking about the illustrator Peter Collington, who I guess has done other books, including one about the Tooth Fairy. I feel like you mentioned other books that he did. I did mention other books yeah. that he'd done, but I was unfamiliar with all of them. Huh. So there you go. So you don't know everything? I don't uh, Well, it's British. I don't know. I only know uh, all of my country. Okay. I, don't, I don't know all the other countries in the world yet, Kate. Mm. Give me a year. Oh, okay. Mm. Need a whole year. Yeah. B. Petrites, we'll say. Uh, happened to mention, if I ran into the three wise men whilst grocery shopping, nice use of whilst, <laughs> that would make it a much more palatable experience. Right. I think yeah. it could be a lot more enjoyable, too. Well, like, I'd probably just spend the entire time just following the three wise men at a distance. What are they buying? What are they buying? What are they getting? Ooh, avocados. <laughs> <laughs> Those are always good. Uh, and finally, Mom thinks it was a clown on that tree. Uh, yeah. I respectfully disagree. I can find a clown anywhere. Y'all are crazy. Nope. That was a punch. All right. Grown-up things we like. So I went to L.A. for about 30 hours. So while I was on the plane, I was like, well, I want to watch something funny. And I went to Netflix. And do you know Tiffany Haddish? She is uh, in Lego Movie 2. Oh, yes. I like As her. the mm. queen. She's not evil. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I know her well. Yes. Yeah, she's also an actress and mm-hmm. she's done lots of things. So she... Did a stand-up show called Black Mitzvah. Mm-hmm. She's Jewish, by the way. Did I, you did know not, that? I did not know that. I did not know that either. She that starts off the show um, singing Hava Nagila. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's definitely not safe for kids. Oh, no, no, no. Not at all. But it is, I found it very entertaining. Because she pokes fun of herself a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and she'll like throw up pictures of herself on the screen behind her. And she's, she's very entertaining. So if you want a good laugh, Tiffany Haddish on Netflix, her show is called Black Mitzvah. Oh, very good. Yeah. My, my thing's on Netflix, too. It's a little different. 
Uh, it's Marriage Story. The Adam Driver, nope, Scarlett no, Johansson. No, nope. you should not. Nope. Madam, you who have been divorced, do not watch this so, film. So that's your disclaimer. If you've been recently divorced, don't watch it. Uh, it is cathartic, apparently, to some uh, divorced people, but I think you need a little bit of a distance before you can find that catharsis. It is very good. Uh, the acting is fantastic. You get to hear a lot of Sondheim, which was surprising. There was also a fair amount of jokes, uh, which was quite a relief. Uh, it is, this. if you are unfamiliar with it, it is the story of a marriage that has ended, and it begins with the beginning of the divorce proceedings and just goes through those. Um, this is a couple who lived in New York, but she is, uh, wants to pursue her acting career in L.A. They have a small child, and therein lies the crux of the matter. But what I like about it is that while they are going through hell, uh, quite, quite a lot, um, they are still, they have these little moments together that just show the, the nature of the relationship and why they may have gotten together in the first place, even though you know that they should not be together, and they know that too. Um, it is, it is a fascinating, um, strangely just very touching film, um, but also very painful. Yeah, okay, so mine sounds a lot better. Uh, <laughs> Yours sounds funny. Yes. And mine is funny and sad. Oh. So I think I covered two faces. I think I and did. you covered one. Well, I think I did read an article like a long time ago. Scarlett Johansson said that she could not have done it unless she had a strong actor like Adam Driver pushing her in the scenes. Like, she was able to do this movie because she had a good support counterpart. I can say it's the best acting by both of them that I've ever seen. Hmm. She does a great job. He does a great job. Yeah. They're great! Kylo Ren. Hooray! <laughs> Kylo Ren! Kylo Ren singing Sondheim. What more could you want? <laughs> Woohoo! Alright, that brings us to the end of the show. So next week we're going to do a Hanukkah. We will. I promise Yay. we'll do a Hanukkah. But in the meantime, and because we did a Christmas book, Merry Christmas everybody! Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Kate. Merry Christmas, Chachi. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse number 8 production. You can reach us at fusekate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse 8 Kate. That's Fuse number 8 Kate. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime, and our spark of joy is Drew Etienne. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird.